Good afternoon and welcome to Will You Review My CV? I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and today is 10th, 10th of December? Mm-hmm. 11th of December, I got that wrong. Uh, I've got my special guest today is Patty Miller, and Patty has, she's really an HR. Patty, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself, please. Okay. So I am the the president and senior HR consultant with MillerNet HR Solutions. Yes. I've been uh, actually my anniversary uh, for ten years as a consultant is coming in January. And so you, but you did tell, you mentioned offline that you've got a CEP. It's called the designation. Oh, my professional designation. Yes. yes. I have my certified professional human resource designation, right. otherwise known as CPHR. So that's official designation. Similar to a PNG or for an engineer, professional engineer or yeah. a CPA for which I am. Accountant, yes, yes. So Chartered account now CPA. Yeah. So you're a CPHR. Correct. Cool. And so you need to have, um, you know, if you're going to be looking for an HR right. talent, you're going to want someone with these credentials. Okay. Well, good. Thank you for the introduction. So your company's called MillerNet, Millernet HR, HR Solutions. Solutions. I net you any HR solution for your business. Oh, so I, th- I was thinking net, meaning a technical. You're doing technical recruiting, but you. That's not part of your... Oh, a big part of what I do is recruiting and yes. very much technical, but I also believe I get I net you anything for the health of your business. Right. So, oh, good, good play on words. So it's yeah. a play on words. I was thinking technical net as in you know, a software program or maybe that comes in... Mm-hmm. Does that come into play? Some software... In your recruiting um, for your clients, or if I have if I have software that my client is using, I absolutely jump on that. But if not, yeah. I get into you know, the various different job boards and LinkedIn, and of course, even headhunting might be necessary for hard to fill roles. So, what got you? Let's go back to the, the origin when you you know you said ten years now. You, you, obviously, you were doing something before that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not dating you or anything. I'm just. I mean, I mean. Well, I, I'm I mean, perpetually of, 37, just so you know. <laughs> okay, I like the 29, but uh, people tend to use... So, no, I mean, what got you started into HR? Well, I have a, I have a, um, my business designation from college in Edmonton, from Nate. Oh, and, nice. And uh, so I have a very strong business mindset, and I like the idea of the business side for human resources. Right. So I got into it. Ironically, I was getting let go 20 years ago. There you go. And uh, there was an outplacement firm that was hired to help me move forward. Kind of like that movie with um, Up in the George air. Cooper, uh, George, George, George Clooney, Clooney, George Cooper. Yes, which, George I, Clooney. which I did just last week. Wasn't an incredible show though well, it's like a, almost like a you yeah. could use that as a video for yeah. training video yeah. or what not to do or what to do exactly nice. so so um so i actually was started in in selling uh, hr services and right. then i'm not exaggerating but i brought in so much work uh bringing in what is referred to as job orders right that they said patty you have to stop selling you need to start getting into recruiting <laughs> no word of a lie so i thought what i can't sell like tell someone that they can't sell and i firmly believe we're all in sales even no matter what we're doing right. we're selling ourselves we're selling our ideas we're selling our clients we're selling our company sure we're always in sales so then i started doing um more recruiting and headhunting and then through serendipity in edmonton or are you in here calgary, in so calgary you moved from edmonton nate was your so yeah. you you're not an Oilers fan. Are you an Oilers fan? I don't. <laughs> You're really, in Calgary. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care. But, I'm sorry. but I do like to play up on on the the rivalry. Yes. Absolutely. It certainly um, slowed down <coughs> from when I first got to Calgary. But I find that uh, so I was selling HR services, and what actually really got my goat is I'd be saying, "Okay, client, I'm going to learn about your company. We're going to be an extension of your team. We're going to find you the best people." Right. And then. I bring this job order in and they can't even keep their own recruiters. And that really ticked me so off. So the turnover in there. The turnover. They can't even hire their own people and, and, re- and right. retain them. So that really... that was. You, saw, you saw an opportunity. Right. That, 
And that could be your internal and outternal, yeah. external. Yeah, and so ironically, I was paying it forward. My um, my husband was talking to his colleague, and I helped his his colleagues. I helped his daughter um, with her resume. No, yeah, yeah. With oh, okay. some resume simple, advice. just simple so, old school methods. Yeah, so, so this particular. Um, colleague of my husband he uh, knew this other guy Dan and Dan knew me peripherally through my husband and they called me up and they created a role as the HR manager at a company called Hens Automation yeah. which is now Rockwell so oh, I was ser- Rockwell served oil Rockwell, and gas services Rockwell Automation yep. yeah, yeah okay yeah, so they're a global firm and I was there for five years and I was their first HR professional ever even though the company was already established 35 years and I wow. I got right into so what they do how did they hire before just out externally they they used their you know technical ma- managers and project yeah. managers and it was just getting to be too much they they were didn't have enough time to dedicate for that and and so I you know through osmosis got very very technical in my understanding of the the type of work right I get irritated how can you hire someone if you don't know what job they need to do intimately so that's very very important then I got wow. into all aspects of the business the performance management the uh, the the, the, the dealing with the, the leaders helping helping the leaders but well, the issues too I mean they take HR issues yeah, yeah. They've, they've got work yeah. they just want to talk right. just, the people want to talk yeah. and you need to you know a, a strong HR professional needs to be pro-employee and pro company yeah. and they need to know when to be that but you know you need to be that safe space for everybody involved you know I, I just to get because you, you talk about the uh, the, the HR being that whole gamut of what people should do and I was in Deloitte Kazakhstan and we had a resources group and the, the kids traveled I say mm-hmm. the kids but they traveled throughout Kazakhstan and the other departments in the banking they, all the banks were in the city all the industrial they were in the city but the oil and gas clients were out and so one issue which the other departments didn't understand which HR didn't understand was these guys travel they're late night and they're coming on taxis and yes. so there was that we, yeah. we our talent group really came up with a different issue for just the resources group so when you mentioned that it just triggered right. that that talent yeah. knowing your talent or the, the staff yeah. yeah and and then a lot of, of legal issues I'm very strong on um, back in 07 we had an employee say I'm becoming true to myself and on my 50th birthday I'm becoming a woman and so that's you know times have changed since 07 you know to how things are are we talking Bruce Jenner type of a change absolutely okay absolutely I I get it yes I get it yeah Kylie Jenner I don't know the name now (laughs) and so you know so dealing with issues like that and then when when Rockwell acquired Hens Automation I had a feeling that my time would be broad and I was there for another year and change before you know doing the transition and then they finally said either you move to Milwaukee which is where their HR was headquartered out of or Laverne and Shirley are there you can still Um, you know Lauren yeah, Shirley, yeah, right? Yeah. Shamil, Shamazel, come on. <laughs> right? Sure. Don't give me that. Don't give me references like right. that. I'm only 37, so be quiet. <laughs> you wouldn't remember Lauren Shirley and Squiggy and Lenny? Okay. Okay. So, so then I thought, you know, um, what do I want to do? Because I, I felt that this might be coming. And I, I, I saw the impact I had so positively on the health of the company. Right. With not, you know, I, and just to be clear, I've never done benefits and I've never done uh, APAR. It's like a cleaner. We don't do windows. But these are well, pretty... Uh, and that's where I feel sometimes HR gets a bad rap is you know someone might be doing accounts payable sure. or dealing with benefits and then they say oh can you handle this and now you're HR manager 
you need to know the operations and the business side of it. And that's why I think sometimes HR gets a bad rap. Going back to my time when I was selling HR services, right. I had some clients that said, I do everything to avoid our HR. They do nothing for me and they make my life more difficult. That really that's resonated with me. So when I became the HR manager at Hands Automation, sure. um, in the very beginning, I it's was a good saying, name actually, Hands On, because it really hands, hands, hands Oh, not Hands. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking Hands On to yeah. learn. Yeah, and so, <laughs> Sorry. so you know, I remember saying to to the the um, my, my manager who is not HR, I was the only sole HR. I'm saying, what about this idea? What about that idea? And he goes, Patty, you're HR. You own this. Just come to me when you have uh, wow. ask for money. And that actually also was a real aha for me because I realized for the first time yeah. I got to really own my job and like love it, right? Like, and I'm coming up with all these ideas and the innovation and the the the, the like owning my job and just like like that pep to my step and wanting to get up and go to work. Nice. Like I loved so you it. Ch- you really took what you were learning yeah. hands on, yeah. hands on, forget hands on, <laughs> right? The hands on, and you you've transferred into right. So when I had a feeling Miller that Net, Sally Net. Miller Miller Net HR Solutions, where I net you the best That's HR it. solution That's for it. your for your business. So I had a feeling it was coming. That was a plug, a shameless plug, by the way, for the listeners, right for on. the two listeners out there. Miller Net HR Solutions, <laughs> knock knock, <laughs> subliminal message. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And uh, so. So again, true story, I put out 15, one five emails of yeah. my business model. I didn't want to be a staffing firm, I wanted to be a consultant, sure. and I, I wasn't here just to hire for you. So this, we're talking to, like 2011-ish, 10? 2010, yeah. Okay. And so I put out 15 emails, and in, in one week I got five clients in one week. Nice. And so good, 50% hit on. ratio. Instant, sales, yeah. your sales numbers were good, and your- Instant on, and so yeah. I felt like now, I'm now 10 years in, 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 in the market, Five years as an HR manager, have my professional designation. I felt like I had the the right to put out my shingle. That's right. Whereas I get frustrated where sometimes people I like buy, that term. hang a, hang the shingle yeah, out. And, and where, well, sometimes people open for buy business. their credentials and then all of a sudden they say they're a leadership coach sure. uh, when they've never been a leader. How can you lead a leader if you've never been? You've in got those the credentials. By for by yeah. by title, but you also you've done you've been in the trench. Yeah. I'll use the word you were in the trenches. You right. learned what you yeah. need to learn. So so then I uh, I've been I've been running this for the you know ten years come January as a consultant and I love it. It feeds honestly my soul. I feel that what I'm doing is almost philanthropic. I'm I, no word of a lie because I'm impacting people's lives. Sure. I've I've hired. Well, well you're dealing over, with people. It's people. Yeah, I've HR hired is well people. over a thousand people and a handful. Not you know probably around five or six. I've actually hired two and some even three times so I've given them their career to refer the their last, recurring business their, I've given them their career for the last 15 years nice and nice that's pretty awesome and then on the flip side I'm helping companies stay as healthy and productive and profitable as possible so another thing that gets my goat where HR um, and I and, you know taken with a grain of salt public but I find that so sometimes, it's three listeners my sister joined this oh, uh, podcast she just sent me a text message <laughs> <laughs> so you know HR needs to be strategic and very operational yeah so I look at where is a company making money where are you losing money potentially where are you losing time and where are you you know where can we save time and then I like to come in and I help with those changes so you know of recent I just rolled out a bank time policy for a client of mine right. and and you know I was at his Christmas party two weeks ago and he said you know we're gonna save 20 to 30 percent in our salaries Brilliant. 
uh, another company, I, a, a small law firm with the changes and you know, where I challenged why not increase the billable hours on your lawyers right. and changed a number of other, other things within the business. So real solutions, real HR right. solutions, yeah. which have business that transcend across into the business. Absolutely. Yeah. This is not about a fluffy policy. And, um, and with that, those changes for a seven-person team, they will make and save 200 k this year. Well, no, it's funny you say that, the fluffy policy. So literally, and I'm going to say it because when I was in Qatar, yeah. Yeah. we had to go through the annual performance reviews and there was yeah. 200 yeah. people in the factory there was a front office and back, mostly back office and everyone would complain we got to do these things twice a year yeah. because we're ticking the box yeah. and literally the HR guy would spend for, with me an hour 15 20 minutes with someone else mm-hmm. you, know, that, you add that up two ton, 200 their time was they, they, they were understaffed was- to do a very mundane and nobody used it right and so I do see the value in performance reviews, but I think that there has to be a, a, a different approach to that. So yeah. employees actually need to own this a lot more than the employers. And so if an employee it needs to showcase why they're of value, why they may yeah. want to raise, why they should get more responsibility, you know, so they should be, I call it a me, me, me file. So just, you know, uh, have a, either electronic or paper document and just write one sentence and a date. Uh, this date, I solved this problem or this date I did that and so so you can advocate for yourself because it's human nature we you know either supervisors and employees only tend to remember the last three months or the bad things that happen so this way an employee needs to advocate for themselves it's very remove important. the friction though it, it, it somewhere along the line to remove the friction of yeah. the, the Mimi so who's 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 got to give the input and who's got to give the feedback yeah. and in the back you know that that dialogue I, you know have you seen let's let's take has there any been on the market that you would say to your clients to use maybe it's a, a SaaS solution or a software solution or anything where you really work, uh, well, make it easy that yeah. remove the friction yes uh, well I find that you know I, my process is I like to have the employee fill out their their the form first then that goes to the manager are we talking fill out with pen okay electronic. okay good and uh, and and then that goes to the manager and the manager will add their content and sure. confirm or deny those points and then the, and then you would have a collective meeting about that and so nothing should ever be a surprise to the employee yeah. you know where the like and that's another thing supervisors if you're going to be a, a leader a supervisor where, sure. where people are reporting to you this is where i challenge my clients all the time you owe it to those people to give them timely feedback you praise in public and you coach in private keep it wait until the end of the year and then go hit them with really hit and them hard nose in the pee right you know, yeah. like a dog you just you can't do that so you need like to that ana- that's a great analogy <laughs> i do have a dog and that my right. daughter is really sen- what's sensitive about that yeah. anyway so you want to wow. you know you want to um you know feedback should be timely both both you know because for the most part people don't wake up saying today i'm going to do a bad job so you know to give that that coaching feedback they want some you- might well, I think some, I, some might. I absolutely have some <laughs> that, that, that. Probably rare, though. Yeah. Probably but, rare. But for the most part, yeah. people do want to do a good job. Yeah. So you do want to give, you know, timely feedback. And I also like to help create a, a, a culture of job ownership. Going back to my example, when people feel that they can impact the business, they can own their job, they can go to their, their supervisor or their leader and say, this is my problem, but these are my two ideas to solve it. Am I on the right page? Then supervisors yes. love yes. that. They feel like they had a chance to be heard. They might not get that idea idea bought into but at least they had the ear of the of the business owner or something and it really is impactful so when people feel that they're engaged it actually improves productivity oh, which equals yeah. profits and we will have a higher ROI so that's a big part of it so just kind of in closing on the performance management side um, that should never be a surprise and and I do feel it, it's ironic people will either 
uh, bitch and complain that yes. they haven't had a review in years. Or when they come and, in, they complain they about say, the process now I itself. I have to have a review, yeah. and so you can't ironic? seem to you can't seem to win on that. But ultimately, it's the leaders need to hold that accountability. And going back to that, me, me, me file. Uh, all supervisors should also have um, a document of every employee and and recollect their conversations that they have, yeah. and so they can you know they can build out a file should they need to go into more of a. Well, they take the labor management. relations. They take yeah. the labor. The worst case scenario is: mm-hmm. Do you have record of proof? And that when I was in in oh, Russia, yes. Russia, Kazakhstan. Yes. And in the Middle East, again, if you, you can't just fire somebody Absolutely. willy-nilly. They do. Yeah. But if you don't have the record, yeah. then it becomes more complicated. So I've released or terminated well over 140 people and only... You are three. mean. You are mean. No, actually, <laughs> you know what? It's got to be done. Yes. And if it's got to be done, then let me do, do it. Right. Because do it right. I will do it with the most, most respect, the most kindness, and I've never had any litigation situation at all. And so only three have been for cause, which is an actual firing, like yeah. you're out of here. And, and then the others, based on, on my understanding of what's happening, sure. they don't have the proper employee file, the, you know, or they want to be let that person you know, perceive it more as a layoff, so we do it more that way for no just cause. So that's an area that, I mean, it probably is an area of business, and t- particularly with the Calgary downturn in the last 10 years, you've seen a lot. Have you seen a lot with that? Well, we've had two downturns back in 08, 09, okay. and then 16, 14, 17, 15, right? 16, yeah. Yeah, and with our wonderful government, let's hope, you know, our federal government, they're probably trying to push another one. So sure. I'm really happy that, well, that things are trying to change. <laughs> Let's. Um, Sorry, yeah, that was my political. No, that's fine. Job. You, I, yeah. I, I, it's uh, for the benefit of the, well, the other listeners that we don't talk about. <laughs> no, you know, I just wanted to say because we're in the Atco, the Atco place, um, the Atco atrium, Blue, Blue Cafe, their brand new cafe. And literally, yes. when I left Calgary, this was a, a field. Yes. And Atco trailers were over there. They are, and I'm pointing yeah. to out the window. And this is a real, I mean, I thank know, you for... I know, and Adco is quite the success story in themselves. Yeah. So just in, in, you know, with HR, you know, you have to have a business mind. You have to think about where you're making your money and, and, and go out there and, and challenge the leaders as well. You know, I've, I've had leaders where they were doing this, we're doing that. I mean, mm-mm, you can't, you know. I, I'm always looking at protecting the interests of the company. Are you staying compliant? Are you legal? Are, you know, yes. all of those things that need to come into play. The more than just the HR, right. you yeah, look and, at their business and, holistically. And I also do feel very very strongly i mentioned a fluffy policy but a, a, a handbook an employee handbook or a manual it's called many things is a, a really is a is an excellent document to protect the interests of the employer sure because it puts everybody everybody's in the know you can't say i didn't know and now those now you can have those those coaching conversations saying based on our our, our review our yeah. policy you are in in direct violation so you know harassment and bullying seems to be you know it's still not going well, online you and i talked a little bit about the social mm-hmm. media presence and how important it is to, to separate the private and the personal life yeah so similarly with the, the employee, look, I, I, I know if I've heard in the past, people's actions on Facebook have gotten them fired. Teachers in the Middle yes. East or yes. your action. And so yeah. you're, you can't ignore yeah. the public-private side if you think they're The separate. world is blending. Your personal yeah. and private life are, are, professional and private life are certainly blending. And absolutely, if you go slamming your employer, uh, tarnishing the reputation Online. of your employer or the management team, yeah. uh, you can be let go for that. And in fact, I helped deal with that just the That's other day. That's incredible. So, yeah, so, you know, people need to be, be smarter about that. Um, and then I've also had the pleasure of hiring over 
over a thousand people, uh, and so you know, uh, when I do my career coaching, sure. it's a really different, you can draw from that. You can well, draw. It's a different aspect because you know the, you can certainly get your resume. There's lots of resources out there. Google, you know, yes. excellent templates, even resume writers. But a lot of times, these people have never hired anybody. So I, help I like you. that analogy. Yeah. I like that. So I, I like to help. Well, that's you. not an analogy. That's just a, a reality. Well, you could have a phenomenal resume, yeah. but you 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 uh, can botch up the interview, and then you know this is real time. And if you don't have, if you're not prepared for the interview, then you're not going to move forward. So I know some people hate these questions, but I always like to ask, right. what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And and depending if I want to intimidate, and yes, I will try and do that, is I will, you know, I will choose weaknesses or areas for growth, depending on how I want to play it, right? That's a good, but see, that could be itself. That could be a series. What are your weaknesses? That could be a series because literally... You go to you, if you Google that, or you're on Yahoo or Monster Jobs, and they'll give you the curated way to answer that question. We used to. I'm going back to when I was a student coming out of the university, and it was like, oh, I really like to. I like to take on all the work myself as a weakness, and it's really a strength. Well, I mean, not, that's interesting. Well, another thing too is I, I say don't give me a hook. Meaning that if you say something in an interview that that just now I cannot forget. So, a hook as an example would be is you know what would be a weakness, and they would say I get bored easily. If anybody says that to me, I will never hire them. There's two things any hiring manager is thinking, whether you're working at Atco yeah. or uh, A&W or wherever, sure. is one, how quickly you're going to be productive and or profitable for me, and two, Brilliant. I want that window to be small, meaning I want to onboard you and get you up and running as quickly as possible. Right. So I if get bored easily. Yeah, so if you're telling me you get bored easily, let's yeah. face it, sometimes not every day is going to be, you know, I can't entertain you or it's not a song and dance. So when you tell me you get bored easily now you've put a little bit of you're not fear creative you're not innovative and, and I'm, I'm fearful that with all this time and attention to get you ramped up you might decide to go I need a new change so I will not hire right. you if you right. say that and that might be wrong or it might be right but it's you've now you've now given me a question yeah. of can I see you long term as a hire and so when you say that you're going to you know that you get bored easily then if you're going to say that then please add more to it or give me an example um, another one too is where people say um, I uh, I'm a quick learner you know I'm not saying that's a weakness they might say you know I go why should I hire you well I'm a quick learner well if you're gonna say I'm a quick learner I don't mind that yes but give me an example of where you learn faster than average and you know not like um, or I'm a great people person and I don't know when to quit and I'm a perfectionist and blah 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 (laughs) if I got a nickel for every time I had that I'd be retired because people are taking it they're pulling that from the internet to the prep you you will see that and the stereotype you know like people will you know um, references available upon requests all the time on resumes of course you're going to give me your references you don't need to put it out there but you know people are being like sheep and they're putting the same things on sure. so I like the stories I like to know you know um, what what you've done what you know your hot your hot shot moments obstacles you've Brilliant. overcome and you know and start every bullet in your resume with with powerful adjectives like spearheaded sparked initiated created developed sourced you know and 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 how you show that you're a doer this not is a real this is real advice because a lot of people they don't know and it, to be fair they don't know and maybe the resume writers haven't been there haven't worked they haven't, it, it, that, that's where you come in you take your from the Heinz Hins yeah. I get it wrong hands on okay I'm hands off but you know you break that you've, you've taken that across over 10 years but we could probably talk forever I do have to give you this example because you just triggered it when you said the, the toy museum I listened to podcasts and he said the top three toys for the toy museum and this talks to you personally I, I get bored easily the top three toys were a stick 
a blanket, and I can't remember the other one, but the, the stick being it could be used as a magic wand. Mm-hmm. So this was the, talking about creativity of the kids. And he said, in today's iPads and all that, those are the two iconic, the blanket, they can make an island or mm-hmm. a fort. Mm-hmm. Or, so you, you think of the, where's the creativity come from? Give a per, you know, maybe this is an idea for uh, interviews. Here's a stick, here's a blanket. What, what would you do with these two, right? And I, I, I'm just thinking out, out, out loud here. Because <laughs> the creativity as a child has to transcend into your adult and in, into right. maybe not too much in the workplace, yeah. but certainly. And if you're, let's say, a new grad, a new engineering grad or a, a university grad or a state grad, you, you want to, all you have to go on is your character because yeah. you don't have the job experience. Oh. So you need to showcase your character, um, how you're coachable. Wonderful. And also think about what the problems would be for that potential employee, so employer. So if, let's say, um, you're wanting to apply for a summer job in a warehouse, there's probably high turnover. There's probably people that uh, right. that are not punctual. You know, just think about what could be the possible pain points. And you want to show how you are the solution to said pain. If you're coming in as an administrator, you want to showcase your technical knowledge Wonderful. in Excel and your words per minute in typing and your proofreading and all of that. Um, yeah. You know, you want to be able to think about what are those problems that are coming into play. And you know, uh, tech is never going away. Um, you know, the command of the English language is never going away and I don't think a lot of people even realize this too accent reduction there are accent reduction coaches in Calgary that help new Canadians reduce their accent and in a mere you know six weeks of, of mindful effort you can reduce your accent by 50% Unfortunately, society is not fair with people with a heavy accent. They don't see them as, as, as smart as they probably truly, really, really are. And so, you know, um, in my career coaching sometimes, even after an interview... You talk about it. You just come out and talk. You have yeah, to talk I, about it. I, you have to address that I as do. a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Know, wonderful. And so, you know, I say, you know, you've come to Canada for an you know, to, 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 for the best opportunities because I feel Canada is the best country in the world. You've come to give your family and yeah. yourself the best opportunities, but also give yourself the best opportunity and your your accent is actually like it's hindering know, it's a hinder i'm if i'm only getting 80 percent of what you're saying you know when in a in a stressful situation or over the phone it's or something gonna even, you're going to lose even more yeah, of that 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 aspect to it so i don't want that to be the elephant in the room or the big takeaway from this but um it, it, you know with a little bit of effort you, you can go back to your sales if i took the sales yeah, side of it yeah. Bring that, bring that up. For, here's the objection. Look, my accent is, but these are the ten. You know, if, if if the problem is the accent or whatever it is, bring that out right away as an objection. Handle that objection before it comes in. They can't bring it up again. I'm, I mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. The oh, situation. I'm a believer in ac- absolutely speaking to what you feel could be the elephant in the room. So, if let's say you've had um, a, a job gap and. Unfortunately, in Calgary, we've got a lot of people that yes. have job gaps. So I, I don't hold that very strong. And But I want to know what you've done with your time. In that time. In, in your time. So whether that be, you know, you're volunteering or... And sometimes life happens. I've had people say, you know, my parents live on a farm. You know, my one, you know, got ill. I need yes. to go back and home spend and the time take care. Yes. Come on. That's exactly. the elephant in the room. Handle it. Mm-hmm. Move on. And I was even doing some volunteer career coaching. I love to pay it forward when I can. And I was right. interviewing this gentleman um, who 
who's at the mustard seed, and he, oh. and he, uh, I said, oh, so why, why were, why is there a gap in, in employment here? And he goes, well, that's when I was incarcerated. I said, you do not need to say that. And he goes, I don't. I go, absolutely not. Unless you're applying for a role that needs yeah. to have a security background, you yeah. don't need to share that. And he, you know, very, very hands-on. And I find actually people that are handy. That is a dying art. People that can work with their hands and be tactile and fix things and, and mechanically inclined. That is a dying art. And so we need to, you know, so he, he, you could feel him bloom realizing that he didn't have to, you know, share every skeleton in his sure. closet. Uh, that, that wasn't that, necessary. That one, yeah, you probably want to massage that one. But the mustard seed, mm -hmm. literally, I've driven by down in that area. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Cash, I used to call it Cash Corner. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it dates me a lot. Yeah. But that, somewhere yeah. on 12th Ave, or I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And then there's a the massive building. Yeah. And they're really... Somebody's put money into that, and it looks really impressive. I, I, just as a side note, that yeah. you mentioned Master Seed. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's a wonderful program. I donate all of my um, clothes, and I, I, I volunteer time there. It's a, it's a great, great service. There's many great services out there, but you you kind of go with what sort of sure. speaks to you a little bit more. So, Patty, look to, for. To bring it home, and I, I recognize your time is valuable. I mean, what would you see the one for job seeker? Let's let's put it on a job seeker. Mm -hmm. Will you review my CV? Is really because of the job seeker mm -hmm. uh, outlook out there? What would you give advice? What would be one piece of advice you give going for the next two to three years for right. outside of outside of accent and control and? Right. But, so um, you need to show your your achievements, and I don't even mind a little bit of a story behind it. Uh, I put on just as a quick sidebar on LinkedIn. I put out I don't know what the hangup is on a three-page resume. I truly I think feel, I saw that. I, I think a, a, a two-page resume were the days of when it, it was all paper. Now it's electronic, and so as long as you've got good content and not fluff on it, yes, I I don't mind a three-page resume, especially if you've been in in employed for 15, 20 years. Yeah, and you know. You can't sometimes get that that message out in in two pages. So you know, if let's say you you were in accounts payable, accounts receivable, don't just say APAR. Expand on it. Accurately process like hundred. Like you know, a hundred APAR invoices yes. every month. Um, with you know, uh, or with ninety eight percent effectiveness. Or, you know, so tell me a little bit more. Um, you know, sales. What does that mean? Like, be I, more detailed. Be, be more specific. Detailed. Yeah. And I, as you mentioned, verbs yeah. and adjectives and. Mm. Real, you need to expand on that because you know, it, sometimes recruiters are not very technical, and so if you're not spoon feeding some of that information, yes. you're now you're now removing yourself without giving. You've you've taken your chance away, and so you need to expand more on that. Wonderful. Um, and then of course the applicant tracking systems. Make sure your resumes are formatted so they don't. Is it get called ATS? Is it ATS? The ATS they yeah. drive me crazy, and and that's another thing too. One of my pet peeves: if you have an application that you want to apply online, and if it takes you more than 10 minutes too much friction I, I feel if that's what it's like to, to even digital, get your resume your involved, digital signature should be there yeah. they should integrate this is where that word yeah. API should yeah. be integrated with LinkedIn or whatever format yeah. it should be able to upload my, my CV and yeah. or, or resume absolutely yeah. if it takes me more than 10 minutes to apply Thank you. then I feel Thank that you. is so frustrating if that's what it's like to get your to get a friggin interview what's it going to be like to work Thank there you. With I, the I, that politics. friction is too that's much that's my own personal opinion on, on that one so you know get your resume but also get your interview you need to think of five positive 
or five proud achievements, and um, that can be obstacles you overcame, uh, uh, proud moments where you felt like you really delivered or you excelled, and think of the specifics, not, yes. not broad, but more specifics. And if you have those five proud achievements down in your mind, you know, verbatim, then when I ask other questions like share a time where you were persuasive or share a time where you were innovative or- You're time, ready, you're ready for yeah, it then as you already Then those questions can usually parallel onto some of those other Patty. questions, and you've got, you've got that part of it. But I also like to ask, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And so think about that. Be ready for that. Be ready for it. That's where your coaching comes well, in. And for that's, that. Well, and it's also the preparedness for the interview, right? You don't, I've had people say, I can sleep all day on a Saturday, or I can tend to be lazy, <laughs> or, you know, uh, I've had some crazy answers. And you're like, answers. no. I'm thinking, oh yeah, I need 10 more of you, please, right? So it's, it's uh, you know, it's the preparedness for the job. And it's real time. You need a great resume and you need to present yourself really well and, and be your authentic selves and sometimes that no turns into a yes in a better way down the road and well, so I you know just believe in yourself network use LinkedIn LinkedIn is a phenomenal platform and tool I get tons of business off LinkedIn well you and I met like you and I re- linked we connected on LinkedIn yeah. and you know virtually digitally whatever we're sitting here doing a podcast in, in under a week yeah Patty week. thank you so much for your time Pleasure. today Pleasure. And uh, it was really a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks, Alan.